You are listening to the JCN Clinic Podcast. The JCN Clinic Podcast is a place where nutritionalists Jessica Cox and Carissa Mason get real about nutrition and living a healthy life. They share with you their passion and their clinical knowledge for a fun, no BS approach to looking after yourself. Please enjoy today's episode and don't forget to subscribe and iTunes. Welcome to the JCN Podcast. Welcome to Friday. Yes, Friday fun. <laughs> Friday manic fun. Today we are talking about probiotics. Yes. Which is a bit exciting. <laughs> We've had um, quite a few questions about mm-hmm. doing probiotics as a topic and it's something that we get a lot of questions about in the clinic. As yeah, yeah, it actually is and it's not actually something I think um, we really think to talk about but no. obviously people want to hear about it so... I actually can't stop cracking up in our relaxed position. If you guys could actually see us right now. Jess and I have ditched the microphone stands and we're just leaning back in our chairs like bumpkins just holding onto our microphones. Friday relaxed mode. Friday chill. <laughs> yeah, you're right though. It is a topic that we don't think about Talking speaking about because to us it's, it's like just... it's just such a – commonplace thing and you forget sometimes that just talking about those basics yeah, is just on a basic really, level. really important, yeah. just some of those really simple questions. Um, I was like a friend of mine as a hairdresser. She was looking at doing some stuff for some classes and she was throwing all these ideas out there and I'm like, man, just let me know first yeah. what to do with my hair when it's dirty so yeah. it doesn't look like yeah. shit <laughs> and I'd be really happy. You just swore before I I do. did. <laughs> That's it, no more. But that's, you know, it's coming back to those basics, which is what we want to cover today. We're not going to get super techy. There's no point in that. This isn't for other prackies. This is for you you guys out there. So um, we will talk about a few strains and so forth, um, but we want to just keep it really simple. Yep, super simple. Definitely. So let's get started. Okay. <laughs> so probiotics. What what is a probiotic? Ooh, can I give like a techie answer? <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Actually, this is what I was going to tell you because I was reading an interesting fact. So, uh, well. Oh, I'm not see this. Maybe I do need the microphone stand. <laughs> um, so basically, uh, um, to be considered a probiotic, it basically yeah. can be any microbe that is given alive at the time of ingestion. Did you know that? Yeah, but also I know. Well, I know there's different definitions out yeah. there, but for me too, it's about being a live microbe. But it also has to elicit a therapeutic response. That's what I was thinking. Like, because yeah. when I read that, I was like, hmm. It's- yeah. <laughs> You can no, really no, have no. a bit of, bit of free reign with that. I know, because that's like calling, um, for me, like fermented foods yeah. and so forth, and a probiotic, yeah. and really they're not. They're they, like have to be, they have to be something, I think, mm. that's been proven to have a therapeutic response, and yeah. then you need to be taking, ideally, the dose to have a therapeutic yeah. response. So, I know that's what um, Jason... Um, Help me out with his last name. Paul, oh God, sorry. <laughs> Did Paul, I just like? Yeah, it's with a H. Yeah, Paul Rick or Paul something. Rick. Oh God, oh. sorry if he ever listens to this. Bastardizing <laughs> <laughs> last yeah. names, but yeah. he um he says that, which I I know I personally think that that does makes he sense. say that does he say it has to be like yeah. is that a therapeutic effect? Definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, yeah. But when I, I was reading that, like on my little thing that I was showing you before, I was like, oh, like that's a really broad statement yeah like, yeah when i was reading that i'm like probably should be a bit more specific because there's so many things if that's just all that a probiotic is considered to be but anyway that's yeah, kind of totally yeah. it needs to be <laughs> yeah it's a live bacteria culture that you're taking um 
to have a therapeutic effect yep. on the gut. Yeah. Um, usually at a specific dosage that's been, I think, a lot of the time proven to have an effect. Yeah, so definitely. And I was reading some research the other day that was saying, um, and I suppose it's the same with anything, but just the di- the differences in the dosage um, can exert, even with exactly the same single strain, can exert obviously different effects for different conditions. Like it'll have only an effect at this set of amount of colony forming units but then no effect at this yeah. high dose like how cool is that I like, know. so strain specific is super important yeah but then dosage is equally as important depending yeah. on how what you're treating i guess yeah anyway. definitely yeah so we still haven't actually ended have we answered yeah, yeah, we the question <laughs> but no, that's part of what we'll talk about yeah. is dosages and so forth you're yeah. right like it, it you yeah. know it's very much dependent on dosages that you give and it's not always about you need Super like heaps or, and heaps yeah. and heaps. It might just be a small amount, and then that yeah. might give a response that's different to, I just say, yeah. like a large amount. Yeah. So yeah. with our probiotics, I guess it probably is worth noticing we have like the different types, like all the different. I think they're called the different genus. Is it like so yes. we've got like the lactobacillus and the bifidos and the enterococcuses, and yes. then um, yep. I suppose E. coli would be considered a genus as well. And then from that, you have the not the species, you have the, the strains. The species and then the strains. Yeah. So, if, so yeah. if we're saying like Lactobacillus rhamnosus is the species yeah. and then GG would be the strain. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. how probiotics are breaking down if people are ever reading them. That's yes. probably getting a bit techy, but yeah, yeah, yeah but that's sure. how it kind of. Which is really, really important stuff for us in regards mm. to how we use them therapeutically. And what we use them for. Which we'll talk about when we look at maybe some ideas around what you need to look at when you're choosing a probiotic yeah but the other one we wanted to cover was prebiotics yeah. because you have probiotics and prebiotics. prebiotics so prebiotics um are more of a a food or um they can actually be supplement based too but yeah. basically they fuel or food for, for the bacteria yeah. so you're essentially Think of them as a feeder. Yeah, they're like, like fertilizer. Fertilizer for yeah, your garden. <laughs> exactly. And they usually come from not always, but in the majority from starches, carbohydrates. Yeah. Um are definitely probably the, the main yeah. area that you'll get those from. Which and then is your prebiotic, um, like your sauerkraut, like obviously prebiotic foods are specifically live, but yeah. Which really raises the question again for people that really restrict carbohydrates and starches for a long period of time, how much of your feeder for your garden yeah yeah well that's it because the thing is that those obviously those prebiotics are the foods that people tend to cut out yeah when um they're well depending on a gut protocol that they could be Mm -hmm. on to start with um but essentially just reading into diets that are popular and cutting out certain food groups like those carbohydrates and feeling better because essentially they're cutting out those prebiotics that are fueling detrimental bacterial imbalanced bacteria within their gut and yeah yeah, not a good idea long term that's where you can run into problems because you might be starving some of the the guys causing you problems but you're also starving a lot of your good cultures as well which i find when i explain to um a lot of my clients how that kind of works i'm like think of prebiotics like a feeder yeah but they're not selective in what they feed so if your bacterial balance in your gut is favoring bad bacteria then that's what it's going to feed so of course restricting those foods you're going to get an alleviation in symptoms which people think oh great i'm just not going to have those foods anymore and i don't have any symptoms but that's not addressing the underlying cause which is a bacterial imbalance yeah so why you're of course you're starving the bad guys by removing your starches and carbohydrates you're also starving you good guys yeah exactly which i think 
we've talked about before, but we're pretty passionate about exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's why, yeah, when we're looking at different gut protocols here in the clinic, mm -hmm. there's a very short period of time, ideally, that we take those types of foods away and then we're looking yeah. at bringing them back in as soon as we can. As soon as we can. But, yeah, it's, prebiotics are super important and there's I think there's a lot of research that's coming out more and more about it and yeah. showing, like, what an amazing role they play. And what about – and just even – it's prebiotics are not a new thing. Like, no. to be honest, like, probiotics as a supplement is relatively new and from what we're doing at the moment, like, everyone agrees definitely in its infancy as far as – like how many strains we can supplement with. But prebiotics yeah. have been around since the dawn of time. Like people yeah. have been consuming on some level in some form, like, you know, live foods, and that's been feeding a healthy gut environment, like yeah. whether it be in the form of grains or legumes or, you know, starchy carbohydrates, however that comes, or fermented foods, so yogurts yeah. and kefirs, kefirs and things like that. Like this yeah. is not a new concept. This is <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, they're so important, and I think that people don't realise how important that they are. Yeah. Um, so if we were also, I guess, to talk about, um, moving on to moving why on. <laughs> we would actually take probiotics yes. and when to take them, yeah, true. which is a big, big, big question. It is a huge question. Lots in it. So I suppose just for the everyday person who probably doesn't have much gut stuff going on, um, why would you take a probiotic? Like, mm -hmm. I suppose mm -hmm. some, some people maybe just take one because they read about it and it's good for their health and mm. there's probably no harm in just taking one once in a while if you've got a pretty healthy functioning gut but then other reasons you might take one would be like if you do have IBS like symptoms bloating or gas or something like that you might go out and buy yourself a probiotic yeah yeah um, but essentially yeah uh, what you were saying there just to start with when people are generally feeling well healthy vibrant looking after themselves is taking a probiotic really necessary I personally don't think so. I, I think that maybe um, a top up of particular sorts of strains here yeah. and there, depending on your individual needs. But yeah. I think this idea of you need to continuously take a probiotic no. is um, <laughs> no. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like that. <laughs> yeah, I just really don't think it's required because you want your gut to get into its own beautiful little ecology where it's doing its own thing and, you know, all those different species have got their own beautiful communication. Like, yeah. if that's all working, lovely. You shouldn't need one. You don't need to oh, go in and interfere with no. that. No, like I think probably as a, people, because people, this is a question I actually get asked, like, do you take probiotic all the time? My answer is no. They're like, how often do you take one? I, I take one if I feel like I need to, like sometimes yeah. if I've maybe had a bit of a virus or I've been doing a bit of gut work or something like that. Again, it's, it's probably, sometimes it's broad spectrum, but I think now with stool testing and things like that, lactobacillus is my little strain that tends to suffer yeah. the most, so I'll probably like tend towards those. But I honestly don't take one. I haven't taken one for months actually. Yeah. Like I sort of... Yeah, like if you, it's like what you said, like if your gut's functioning well and you're eating the right foods for you and you're exercising, your digestive's happening, digestive system is functioning as it should, there's really no need yeah. for a, a probiotic consistently. I think the top up thing is a good way. Like, obviously, if there's things you can't help, like coming in contact with viruses, mm. picking up a gastro mm. bug, um, like having to take antibiotics or something like that. Like, that, yeah. you know, there's things that are a bit out of our control, but. Yeah. For sure, for but sure. No, I definitely, I think Jess and I are both on the same page that we definitely are not 
religious probiotic takers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I find sometimes clients like will get a little bit edgy and scared when you take their probiotic away. Yeah. They've been really well <laughs> for a while yeah. and they go and it's just like, okay, we're gonna wean you off this yeah. probiotic now. I'm like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it'll it'll be okay. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. The other thing that's probably important to point out, and it goes back to what we were saying before about probiotics being in the like the strains and isolating these strains and supplement putting them into supplemental form, is that I think like at most there's probably 14 strains maybe 20 that we can supplement with in australia in australia yeah yeah and i think it's even less like, yeah i think it's around 12 15 yeah, it's yeah. minor and when you look at what our gut actually has in it it is mm. not 15 strains of bacteria so continuously supplementing and over supplementing mm. with these specific strains and let's the ones that you even buy off the shelf in the supermarket, like from, say, the chemist or things like that, they're three strains, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And you're constantly just pumping those in every day. You're kind of not giving the other guys a chance to flourish because it is an act of balance in the gut. Yeah. And if you are continually even just eating the same food all the time and then taking the same product, you're really kind of forcing your gut into a dominant, uh, certain strain or certain species dominance yeah, exactly. rather than actually just allowing it to... You know, certain foods will flourish, let up some guys flourish, other foods will let other guys flourish, certain environment. You know, it's yeah. just, it's no, all it's about really give important. and take with the gut and it's not, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it's really important because you don't want to just be potentiating that same environment yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, and as you said, like there's so many, so many millions of different strains and so forth that we're dealing with. Our bacteria outnumbers. Oh, yeah. Like 100 billion or something. (laughs) Turning on us, it would be like a really cool, like, (laughs) war of the world's film. There's a picture in my mind of these bacteria marching up my arm with little death flags. (laughs) (laughs) When bacteria gone bad. (laughs) Hey, the other thing I wanted to definitely mention too for people is um, the concept of, you know, talking about taking pro robotics it's for a long time being just i think assumed that when you take a probiotic that it's colonizing your gut yeah which it does eh, not do does yeah not do it wrong <laughs> so <laughs> basically when you take a probiotic it will go into your gut and it will have an effect while it's there uh through and i guess this is still stuff that's being understood with studies but it will have an effect through communication with other bacteria being there in larger numbers while it is there but it's transit it actually will be passed out of your system so if you are taking um a probiotic you're not essentially like topping yourself up on that particular strain it doesn't work like that no and also if you are say low in a type of lactobacillus species um it's not as simple as like i'll just take lactobacillus because it doesn't work like that either. It's a whole um, synergistic relationship, yeah. isn't it, between yeah, those bacteria. Absolutely. So, you know, you might be low in something, but if you're taking um, perhaps a different type of strain because of that beautiful communication and dance they do with each other, that actually ends up boosting up, say, that mm. lactobacillus strain. So it yeah. might be actually a bifido that you're taking and it yeah. consequently lifts it. So. Yeah, it's it's very much about the, that beautiful relationship yeah. between them all. And it's, again, like it's not just using probiotics as symptom control. It's about yeah. looking at the gut as a whole functioning entity or the body as a whole functioning entity, but the gut itself and going, have I got my prebiotic foods in there? Have I got, like, you know, my nice mucilinogenic stuff happening? Is my secretory IgA functioning how it should be functioning? Like there's so many other elements that need to be considered. Yeah. 
Definitely. Oh, we love the gut, don't we? It's so <laughs> exactly. <amazing. laughs> so the other thing that you touched on when we're talking about um, when to take them and so forth. So we talked about if you're generally pretty healthy, but then obviously there's times when you're not. So I think if we'll first start with gut stuff, obviously if there are problems with bloating and bowel irregularities um, and, you know, food poisoning, gastro, mm -hmm. those sort of circumstances, there's certainly times that we'd be looking at yep. using probiotics. Absolutely. And um, that's where just a good quality multi-strain probiotic can come in handy. You're talking like, with food like poisoning, food poisoning gastro, stuff. gastro stuff? Yeah. stuff yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. even just antibiotic use. Yes. Like, yeah. I think mm -hmm. that's where the... Um, SB comes in, so <laughs> Saccharomyces boulardii. We actually had to check that we both say the same because we always say everything different. Yeah, but yeah, there is um, there is a Saccharomyces boulardii or SB um, that we use a lot in the clinic, and you can purchase um, in health food stores. That is really fantastic for taking while you're on antibiotics and also for prevention of gastro yeah. or if you do have gastro food poisoning, really good just to hit it, hit yeah. that up. Um, yeah. Same with lactobacillus, um, rhamnosus, that's G, the GG, like the that's GG, pretty yeah. damn important too. Plantarum. Yeah, which is more of that anti-inflammatory. Yeah. So maybe if there's that inflammation going on in the gut and maybe oh. from a, depending if it's that sort of IBS type picture, my legs but, are so sore. <laughs> you know that feeling when you just know you've overdone it with squats <laughs> and just leg work and you just like, I don't know, I'm sure people listening have done this where you've just, you know, like the day before you've overdone it then you go and overdo it in the next day. I will be hand lowering, like using my hand as a lever to sit on the toilet seat tomorrow. But like tomorrow <laughs> yeah. you just go like, your legs are going to be that sore. You've kind of got to lower yourself onto the toilet seat. To it's wait. kind of sadistically <laughs> awesome though, isn't it? <laughs> I've just got that feeling that this is what I'm going to be like tomorrow <laughs> my hand is it's a just like, oh it hurts so much but i feel so good <laughs> anyway sorry like totally off topic there. <laughs> so yeah gut wise there's definitely times to to look at utilizing them mm -hmm. um and look it's hard it's a little bit hard for us because there's certain things that we would do and use i think strain wise but it's also about the individual and yep. what's going on so you know, there's a few of those ones where I think we've just chucked out there that I think for majority of people in those situations, they're going to help. Absolutely. Um, there's more, but yeah, it's just, um, it depends on other factors going on. Yeah. But what we did definitely also want to highlight that probiotics aren't just about the gut. No. At all. So there's a lot of other um, areas where they'll come in and work their magic. Um, no, are you going to use your stand now? <laughs> We're just getting out of, getting out yeah, of the stands. Getting out of our mic stands, guys. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, that's so much better. My hand, my hand was getting swung. I fell over. Oh, hello. Oh, my hand was sweaty. <laughs> oh, but dear. yeah, look, realistically. So, out, so outside of the gut, like I think people think probiotics, good for the gut, bang, end of story. But obviously, as you know, Jess and I will always say gut health is so paramount to the rest of your health. So probiotics, like our gut kind of, I guess, acts as like this little epicenter in there where everything happens. But if our gut's not functioning properly and there's like probiotic issues going on, like certain, certain like, um, like your lactobacillus families and things like that, they're struggling to colonize, then there are going to be 
outside the gut effect. So we can like talk about things like skin. Like skin's huge for, for probiotics and gut health. And I think a lot of people don't realize realize that. Like the effects you can get with proactive certain strains of probiotics and obviously cleaning the gut up as a whole, but supplementing with like strain specific yep. things for skin and seeing the changes is pretty epic. Yeah, for sure. For but sure. Um, mental health, like the research is coming out on all these specific strains of gut mm-hmm. bacteria for like um, conditions like anxiety and depression. Like yep, it's definitely. so cool. It's pretty amazing. So cool. And just like, like we're saying, like a certain strain at a certain dose, then influencing people's like, you know, levels mm. of depression and things like that with no other change. Like obviously you do diet and lifestyle and things like that. But the research at the moment, they're not even changing other things. They're just altering the level of this, you know, microbe mm. in the gut. And it's yep. exerting this systemic effect on the yep. nervous system. Like it's yep, yep. friggin' cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> cool. And of course, immunity is a massive one too, isn't it? Like so, so huge. Mm. Like whether it's frequent colds and flus or viruses, um, respiratory issues. Mm. um, Yeah, the the gut um, and the the actual bacteria themselves have a a huge Mm. effect there. Um, And there are, again, certain types of strains that we would look at and utilize. But I think, yeah, it's super important to realize that Things like immune health and the skin, which is like its own, has almost its own little microbiome of its own. I think it is its own little microbiome of its own. (laughs) Um, Mental health, all of these areas are very much impacted by gut bacteria. Gut bacteria, and also with taking probiotics. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you can really have a pretty significant effect. Now, of course, it's not always just as simple, which is why we keep saying about overall gut health. Like, you don't some of the studies are showing take this particular strain really great effects but you do need to look at the big picture it's not always going to be as simple as take a probiotic and everything's fixed it's not a magic pill no exactly and i think sometimes again we probably see that with clients when they first come in Mm -hmm. and they've been taking different probiotics and they're just like oh it doesn't really help or it doesn't do anything it's like well it's probably what you're either a not what you need right now because there's other things going Going on on, or maybe it's just not the right one for you well leading into that too i suppose like we could talk about like what happens when you take a probiotic and your gut symptoms get worse yeah because that is something we obviously see a lot like you're going i took a probiotic and i was actually way worse on it or something like that and then you again that comes back to bacterial balance in your gut like it's not saying that the probiotic was bad because i think a lot of people go oh no that probiotic didn't work for me mm-hmm. it's probably comes again back to the balance of your gut like if your yep. gut again is favoring um an inhospitable environment like yep. bad bacteria and you're throwing a probiotic into there there's going to be a bit of a war sometimes because the bad guys are set set up camp in your gut and you're trying to give some good guys and they're like nah piss off like we don't want you in here you know <laughs> like but the other thing is too additives in probiotics so obviously probiotics yep. need to feed it so they'll put things like inulin or whatever into yeah, these probiotics yeah. and if you have a SIBO style gut or yeah. something like that kind of bacterial presentation mm, going yeah. on in your gut and you put something in it with some probiotics and a feeder yeah that of course is going to give yeah. you symptoms like and there's certain strains even of bacteria that will upset SIBO as well yeah, so yeah. you know I think I think what we're really highlighting is the complexity of probiotics. I think people just yeah. think probiotic, you know, they're all yeah. the same. I'll just grab yeah. that one. I'm sure it'll be fine. Like it, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. They all play their own role. Um, and then when you put them together in certain capacities, they do mm. different things. So mm. it really is understanding them. And I think that's where working with a practitioner can be really helpful mm. if you've got these different conditions going 
on so yeah. they can help pick the right strains at the right time for you. Yeah. The other thing is probiotic quality. Like, yes. Like going and buying I'm so, like a $10 folding, folding, whatever that crap brand is. I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Done. 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 <laughs> that crap chemist brand, shelf stable, just, you know, like, and, ta- and taking that, like, like probiotics and fish oils are two things I'm a bit of a stickler about. Yeah, like yeah. it comes down to quality. There's, you know, there's a lot of great and there's a lot of rubbish. Yeah. And yeah. like, you know, taking something and going, oh, it didn't work when you bought the cheapest possible thing you could find. Yeah. I'm not saying it's, you know, like 10 points for making an effort for your health. <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging myself a grave here. Maybe just shut No, no, you're I'm right. bagging companies, picking on people, trying to help themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but it does like not all probiotics are created no, equal. No, when, it's just really... when it comes down to quality as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it be... <laughs> shut up, Cruiser. <laughs> no, it's super important because it's not just the same. You don't just walk down to Woolies and grab a probiotic yeah. off the health food aisle shelf. Not in the fridge on the shelf. <laughs> it really you need to be doing a little bit of research mm. or asking again a practitioner or someone who you walk into a health food store and they're wearing a badge that says nutritionist or naturopath, you know, yeah. like someone who's got some knowledge and find out what you should be looking at. Yeah. And you want to look at a probiotic when you buy it that has also the strains listed on there. Like yeah. it shouldn't just say, I mean, well, we keep saying lactobacillus, mm. so let's stick with that. So it shouldn't just say lactobacillus or even just lactobacillus rhamnosus and nothing yeah. else it needs to have some numbers after it yeah so look or, for or a few little letters or a few letters little letters numbers. so <laughs> you need to see that those are listed on there and then if you want to get even more into it you can perhaps jump online and look mm. at the company and and see what they've got to say they might that usually they would they might have a little bit of information there yeah. about the strains they're using and studies that um, it says that it's good for and i think Companies that do good products will be really open, open and transparent. transparent about that. Yeah, yeah. so definitely. like companies that are just mass producing vitamins and supplements and stuff, and you walk into a, you walk into a chemist or a supermarket, and they've got every product under the sun for every condition at mm. a budget price. There's a good chance that anything from that range is probably going to be crap. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I don't know. But yeah, definitely. And they're not they're not putting the time that's needed to go into it. It's just kind of that, oh well it's natural, it can't do me any harm sort yeah. of approach, which I and I know you don't like. We don't agree with that. Like Yeah. And there are some good brands um that do sell some shelf stable oh, there's, options. Yeah, they're like actually, there are yeah. there. Um so, you know, we're not saying that they always have to be from the fridge. Um, no, 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 that's there, true. It's a there, good point. There are some, yeah, some that are there. But, again, it's, I think, looking at those key aspects that we're just talking about. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, asking the questions yeah. and so forth. I wish we could kind of just say, like, give a few good luck. Like, Let's do it. Okay. If, <laughs> if you can get um, biocuticals from a chemist, that's a great company. Yeah. Um, Inner Health Plus. Yeah, so Ethical Nutrients. Ethical Nutrients is a great company. Lifespace. Lifespace. I find them, yeah. they've been pretty good. Um, um, they're all generally shelf-stable too. I don't know heaps are. about the Blackmores probiotics, but Blackmores is a range. Like yeah. if people are saying I'm taking a Blackmores B, I'm like, yeah, cool, that's fine. Blackmores is like I was saying before too, they're pretty transparent. Like yeah. they list all of their strains. Yeah. They are really open about, um, yeah. you know, the research attached to it. I've kind of bring and harass their tech department a little bit. <laughs> and, they're, like, yeah. and they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so there's some companies like you don't – not saying, oh, my God, 
we're the only way to go. Like there yeah. are companies like if you're buying stuff over the yeah. counter just to try and boost your own nutritional needs and intake yeah. with, you know, a conscious mind behind it. There yeah. are, it's not saying everything over the counter is rubbish. Like there mm. are good companies and good brands that you can buy from your yeah. pharmacies. Yeah. And, and we're just talking about the retail ones that we know that yeah. you could just go and grab. Like we're your IGA. not talking about the practitioner sort oh, yeah, of ranges yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but they're probably some of the standouts yeah standouts for over the counter yeah 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 for sure um i mean if we yeah the other thing i would mention too um because you know god why not hey we're we talking a few different <laughs> brands bag some sometimes we'll just keep going <laughs> like yeah look we'll talk i was talking before about sb and mm. i just think um it's really good to know for people that if they are out there and traveling and they're yes. heading off to Bali or they're heading to Cambodia on a holiday, you know, someplace where and... you're likely to pick up a parasite <laughs> or a right. bug. <laughs> That's as I was saying, we need SB. Biocuticals do some really good ones that you can just take without yeah. having to worry about them being refrigerated. Yeah. So um, true. That's something that, like, I'm happy to just throw out there. Cause I think that's one of the ones that yeah. is particularly easy to travel with. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, – and then the other one I wanted to mention too, we are talking about with the antibiotics. So obviously that there's a few of those which will have the SB, but yeah. they do that beautiful um, really high dose, those sachets. You know, the, I think mm. it's called Ultrabiotic 500. Uh, yeah, 500 or something. I've got that right off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah, which is really great in regards to – they're the, they're the little use. shelf set. Are they the shelf they are, sachets? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, they're a bit XC, but they can be great. Yeah. Um, but which brings us on to that next point that we've mentioned a few times is with antibiotics, mm. yeah? So mm. there's a lot of questions around do you take probiotics when you're on antibiotics and when to take them? I think a lot of people definitely assume if you're on antibiotics, don't take probiotics. You're oh. just going to kill them off. But, oh, really? Well, yeah, I, I imagine that you and I don't have. Oh, okay. Opinion, I was, I was but like... no, I know a lot of. I know a lot of people will say, "I've been on antibiotics," and you'll say, "Have you taken any probiotics?" Oh, no, not yet, because oh, my doctor no, told, told me, me not to. I have heard that GPs have said there's no point because yeah. it kills them. Just separate the dose. Yeah. Like if you're taking your antibiotic with lunch, take mm. your probiotic at night before you go to bed or first thing in the morning. Like yeah. Three to four hours. Separate the dose, because obviously we know the effects of antibiotics. Like. A, you are in agreement with me on this. I'm just like, <laughs> it's okay what? if we're not. We're, we can argue I'm with like, each other. It'll be let's great have a for reading, right? match over this. But I, I honestly say to people, take a probiotic if you're taking antibiotics, and then continue to take one for at least a week after. Definitely, yeah. definitely. And I think what you were saying before, that's where multi strains come in because there's definitely research that shows that certain strains do tend to hold on um, and not have or not affected by antibiotics. Mm. So I think if you take like a, those high-dose multi-strain formulations mm. with antibiotics, you've got more of a chance. Yeah. Um, but doing that, as you said, about two to three hours away yep. if possible. Um, and again, I know I'm like in love with SB, but <laughs> <laughs> the reason so for So just, you just need to create your own SB, I just know. SB. <laughs> you be like your little babies. And just I think I told you the girls them. at the health food store when I was practicing there when I first started out used to just bag me out because they said that I gave zinc to everyone. I was like obsessed with zinc. Zinc and SB. I think it's like, <laughs> yeah, now it's SB. But it's because it does everything. But essentially with antibiotics, um, the other thing I love about that is that it's great for preventing um, thrush and UTIs yeah, so that people true. are often more susceptible to because of the antibiotics. Yeah. So – 
if you've got some SB in there and you've got some multi-strain probiotics mm. as well, then you're in a lot better state. And yeah. then as Chris has said, once they're done, keep um, going, keep on going, <laughs> don't stop. Just yeah. keep putting in those beautiful strains. Yeah, and like antibiotics too are a nice, not a good time to be really mindful of looking after your gut. Like obviously, people know not to drink while they're taking antibiotics and things like that. But it's also a really nice time to throw in, like some bone broths and yes. all those sorts of things. Like if you know, like. We everyone's pretty aware by now. I'm sure that antibiotics do impact the gut in a negative way. They yep. are can, can be a bit of a wipeout on the gut as far as mm. they're not really specific as to what they're killing. They're just killing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, that's my machine gun. <laughs> sounded like a ghost, did it? <laughs> doing a machine gun noise like I was pretending to be a little probiotic with my big you know p- have you seen the end of Rambo 4 when he just stands on the <laughs> clearly not uh, anyone who's seen Rambo 4 knows what I'm talking about he stands up on this hill and he's just oh got this God. big anti-arsenal thing and he's just wiping <laughs> not just Rambo but Rambo 4 I've seen them all mate I love them <laughs> several times I'm a Rambo girl anyway to what I like I can't even remember what my point was oh my god um but just obviously the effects of antibiotics so really good time to look after your gut like yeah. bone broths um probiotics lots of nice you know easy to digest foods yeah don't just yeah anyway yeah it's more the Rambo analogy was better I thought than the actual point to my story <laughs> Oh, I think we've actually covered off everything that we wanted to talk about. I want to, to know how many about. people have seen Rambo for. Yeah, can you guys let us know? Seriously. You need to go and watch it this weekend. Oh, no, we'll have it. I could do it. Why? Rambo, <laughs> Way too obsessed with Outlander. Do you know they're only... Really, watching it yet. Oh, my God. They're dropping it um, weekly on Apple. So, like, as in, like, an episode every week. I thought it would just drop all mm. of it. So, it, I was waiting, like, hanging down, counting the days down, and then... It dropped. And it would it was have just, just one started. Episode. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I've got to wait each week. Are you watching it on iTunes or on, just Apple on on Apple TV? Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. Apple TV. So excited. Yeah, so good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna wait until it all. Yeah, I'm too busy watching the end of season four of Vikings at the moment. You know ah. what I watched last night? Um, Suicide Squad. I haven't seen that. It's freaking awesome. Is it? Yeah, it I liked it. Things. Yeah, like it's a bit tacky action, but I love yeah. tacky action. Clearly, Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> he summed up my movie style: violence. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I actually really liked it. Like, yeah. I, I fell asleep just for it finished. I haven't watched the end of it. But we had a power blackout. Like, we lost everything. So all I had was my iPad. So, ah. Yeah, because of all the wind, tree must have dropped over the power. Yep. Yeah, sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's not about probiotics at all. <laughs> a little bit of pop culture at the yeah. end. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but seriously, um, let us know if uh, you've seen, seen Rambo 4. <laughs> very interested to hear how many people have. Anyone who has seen it and understands how anybody works will get my Rambo 4 analogy. <laughs> okay. But as always, um, if you guys have questions... <laughs> about what we've talked about um make sure you let us know so you can leave ask questions yeah. on the actual itunes site or you can obviously leave questions on social and media give us more forums. topics to talk about we're loving getting your correspondence yeah. about and emails topics. Yeah, it's like... been really really helpful because we just we've got lots of things we want to talk about but you guys really dictate what 
um, needs to be talked yeah, about absolutely. more so than so our brains. So throw ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember everyone's suicide squad. Let's talk about that. Um, yeah, so throw ideas at us because we want to talk about what you want to hear about, obviously. But Or if you have questions, just yeah. we can have do some Q&As at yeah. the end of some of our podcasts as well. Like, So if there's a certain yes. topic, that's probably not a bad idea. We can yeah. put a topic out there and then have Q&As that we'll talk about and then answer people's questions. Mm. Ding! <laughs> can certainly do that. <laughs> we are looking at having a few guests too, yeah. so that'll be fun. Um, but we'll let you know in advance, so we might get you guys yes. to hit us up with questions, questions for the guests yeah, for, for certain guests. topics, yeah. yeah, which will be really handy. But, yes, please leave us any questions that you have, any comments. Um, let us know if you're enjoying the show. We love a little bit of positive feedback, don't we? We do. It's a bit nice, particularly on a Friday. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> yep. subscribe as well. We mm. love um, knowing that you guys are subscribing to the show. You can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud um, and leave us a review. Um, we're loving seeing the reviews. Uh, five stars are fabulous. <laughs> but, um, yeah, keep it all coming. We're, yep. we're loving doing these podcasts for you guys and, we promise to keep them consistently fortnightly. Um, yeah, we we like are a day late today. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, in saying this, we're recording it now. I've still got to get this uploaded and yeah, out today. I just noticed your battery and your computer's about to die as well. So. Eek. Oh, Eek. Okay. Yeah, so we're to get this up. But, yeah, we're a day late, but, um, you know, Better late stuff than ever. happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on here yeah. at the clinic sometimes. The podcast gets pushed. Yeah, yeah sure does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, have a fabulous weekend. Yep, enjoy. Sunshine. And yeah. I'm going to Melbourne. So oh, it's going to be freezing. Down, down there. Is it? Yeah. My friend's oh, just, she's it. done a post, a post every day on Facebook about, oh, great, more uh, oh, rain for Melbourne. Oh, man, I'm <laughs> going to freeze. It's freezing and raining. Woohoo. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. And Over see and you later. Out. Bye. Bye.